following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. And I just honestly have just a really simple thought to share share with you. I know people are very busy and we don't want to take a lot of your time, but we just really want to continue to relate what the Lord has spoken to us from Isaiah 58. And I think maybe one of one thing that, uh, you know, all of us leaders in the body of Christ could be better about is saying the Lord spoke to me. Uh, you know, maybe the Lord encouraged you or encouraged me or nudged us. But, but when you say the Lord spoke to me, then that's a, that's a serious matter to me when, when you say the Lord is saying something. But I really know the Lord spoke to me that during the pandemic, we just begin to pray as a team and as church leaders Lord, we, we, we want to take this as an opportunity to draw closer to you and to hear you and to do only what you want us to do. And therefore, we're willing to hold everything lightly, our schedules, our time, our gifts, our talents, our money, our worship. We, we just want to do what the Lord wants. And uh, right in the middle of that, middle of that, the Lord came so powerfully with Isaiah 58. And in the message translation, it simply says, you're busy, busy, busy. Well, it starts out, tell my people what the problem is. You're busy, busy, busy with worship and religious things, but you wonder why you pray and I, and I don't answer. And the reason is you've not followed my instructions. I don't know about you, but I'm terrible at instructions. I'd, uh, when, when we get something to put together at the house, I just try to dive in to put it together. I just don't want to take time, especially these, these right like these cars now. You know, like like these new. I don't have a new car, but but uh, I've been in these these cars, and they're you know the Bluetooth and all the gadgets and how you make it all work, and uh, you know, but there's a manual in there, and 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 the info's there. I mean, if you just read it, it works exactly. As it says to, but, you know, I go through all this frustration because, okay, finally, okay, I'll just read the instructions. And this is what the Lord is saying. He just said, just listen to my instructions. And it was, and it was very clear that the Lord was saying, as awesome as worshiping on campus and doing that, and we love doing that. Actually, we uh, began worshiping the word um, this Sunday at 10 o'clock for those who, who want to be on campus for Worship of the Word, Brian and Ramey, uh, leading our kids' clubs on campus on Sunday. It's awesome, and that's awesome. But God was saying to us that, that as, as important and great as that is, it's not the most important thing to me is what God, I got out of what God was saying to us. And he goes on to say, what is he looking for? Well, this is the NIV translation from Isaiah 58, and I just challenge you sometime today, just reread Isaiah 58, and here's what it says. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for you, my people, to loose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of yokes, and set oppressed people free and break yokes. Share your food with the hungry. Provide poor wanderers with shelter. When you see the naked, clothe them, and do not turn away yourselves from your own family, your own flesh and blood. If you will do this, 
your light will break forth like the dawn. What a promise. Your healing will quickly appear. Wow. Your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. You will call. I will answer. You will cry for help. And I will say, here I am. What glorious promises for the simple instruction. Care for the poor. Care for those who can't care for themselves. Make yourself available to your own family. Meet their needs. Make sure your children, your spouse, your 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 family that surrounds you, make sure their needs are met. Make sure they're, they're spiritually thriving. God says, you focus on that and let that be the most important thing in your life right now. And these blessings will come. What powerful promises. Light will break forth like the dawn. Just like that big old sun comes up every morning, your light shall break forth. And I love your healing will quickly appear. Yeah. The glory of the Lord will be your guard. You will call and I will answer. If you will spend yourselves, it says, on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, your light will shine in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. No darkness. And love, I love this. And the Lord will guide you always. Now, I don't know about you, but there's so many times in one given day, Lord, what should I do? Lord, I need a direction. I need, what should I do? What? Not I will guide you when you're in trouble. Not I'll guide you sometimes. I will guide you always. I will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. In other words, like Israel in the wilderness with no other means, I will make sure your needs are all taken care of. I will strengthen your frame you will be like well-watered gardens, like springs whose waters do not fail, and you will rebuild ancient ruins, raise up age-old foundations, repair broken walls, and will restore the streets and make them livable again. What powerful promises from God's words for following his instructions. And so we just want to encourage you today, let's step into this together. Let's just find a simple way to love people, release the life of Jesus to them. It could be as simple as giving money away. It could be as simple as meeting a need. It could be a hug. It could be a, a, a kind, encouraging note that you wake up and somebody's on your heart and mind. It could be writing a prisoner, a letter, someone that you don't even know, just to say, I wanted to write someone in prison and say, I'm praying for you on and on and on. Let Holy Spirit instruct you. But along these lines, of just doing something for others. And we want to do it because I want to see these blessings manifest in our lives. And I think we should start, start sharing this with, you, with each other. Hey, I did this and this happened. I did it. It's not bragging, it's bragging on the Lord because this is, this is something I believe God wants to do in a very, very powerful way. And it's not complicated. And I think that's what's happened. We've complicated you know, what does God want? Micah says it's simple. Act justly. Walk humbly and love mercy. That's what God is asking for us in this season. And I know Brian and Ramey, of course, you love, love their worship and so do I. But I was telling them today, I've been, I've been trying just to listen carefully um, to songs. I'm typing something on my phone here to look it up. Um, but there's this old secular song when I was thinking about Isaiah 58 
Let me pull it up. And uh, it was, You Don't Have to Be a Star is the name of it. And it's an old tune by Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. But the lyrics, uh, you know, you don't have to be a star, baby, to be in my show. Y'all know this, it's old tune, right? It's, it's a really catchy tune, but the lyrics, <laughs> baby, come as you are with just your heart and I will take you in. You're rejected and hurt. To me, you're worth all that you have within. No, I don't need no superstar because I'll accept you just as you are. You won't be denied because I'm satisfied with the love you inspire. You don't have to be a star, baby, to be in my show. And I swear I felt like God was saying, I'm not looking for stars. I'm not looking for the over-the-top gifted. I'm not looking for... I'm just looking for people that will just give me their heart and let me love people through them. And I really feel so that is where we are right now. And it's going to be so powerful when we all just continue to walk in this place together, loving God and loving people as ourselves, the greatest commandments and living out Isaiah 58. So I just challenge you today, read, read Isaiah 58 begin to step into some former manner of that ministry and watch what Holy Spirit will do in your life and share that with us. We want to share it together. Hashtag Isaiah 58. Just start sharing it out on social media. Share it with us. I'm Kent at wordalive.org. All of our emails are available. We just really are believing this movement is, is launching. This past Transformation Weekend, something shifted. And we just believe we're moving in a, in, in a new and a supernatural way. So Isaiah 58, that, that's, just read it, claim the promises, and you don't have to be a star, baby, to be in God's world, <laughs> to, be in God's, to be in God's show. The show. <laughs> what do y'all think, Brian and Ramey? I think that's awesome. I think, I think you're right. I think we tend to disqualify ourselves. Yeah, because we think we have to be something we're not in order for the Lord to use us. And I think that's yeah. a, a great word. Don't have to be a star to be in the show. Yeah. yeah. Don't need that's a awesome. platform. Just bring your heart. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and I think I think I, th I think it's I think it's where we are. I want to take you just a moment uh, and show you some of the things that are manifesting when in this Isaiah 58 ministry back when uh the riots broke out in the state in the United States. Uh, I, I visited Black Lives Matters uh, events. I was just wanting to know, you know, hear from the culture of what's happening. And I understand a lot of the, you know, stuff in that. So it's not political for me. I just really wanted to hear the heartbeat of our community and our culture. And I happened to be invited to an event that was being hosted at a place called the Legacy Club where Vicki Floyd mentors 120 black students from our community all over the Northeast of Alabama. And we were just taken by the power of the mentorship she provides. And somebody had donated her a building and we uh, were able to step in and she came to the church. Many of you may remember it. And maybe we can show a clip of that as well before we hear this testimony. But uh, basically she came to the church and we said publicly together, black lives do matter. And sometimes black, white, Hispanic, whatever lives are being affected matter the most at the moment. 
And but if we're gonna if we want to proclaim that message, we're better to do it building something, not tearing something down. And so we all joined. Many of you were generous in that project. I think it wound up being about a fifty thousand dollar project, and we rebuilt her building, uh, flooring, plumbing, wiring, roof, paint, landscape. It's just been totally transformed. So I had the opportunity to go with Beverly there for their graduation ceremony this year. And a young girl, Brooklyn, who was scholarship by Bev's foundation last year uh, for her college efforts had come to our church with Vicki to sing. And while she was there, somebody in our church prophesied to her and it lit her on fire and pushed her toward her goal of actually going to college. And so she shares her heart with the graduating students as the speaker for the day. And it was just so inspiring, the talk she gave. And it's the fruit of Isaiah 58. Now, this young girl's life has been radically impacted and affected. She's going into law enforcement and she's at Jack State University. It was because of our efforts together and somebody's obedience to prophesy life to a young girl who was struggling about what decisions she should make concerning college. So her name's Brooklyn. We'll go quickly. We'll show you just a bit of that. And I think you'll be blessed and we'll come back and say a closing prayer and ask Brian and Ramey to, to lead us in another song of worship. So let's go and let's hear what Brooklyn has to say. Black Lives Matter. And we understand that. That needs to be said in this season. That needs to be heard. I was interested in engaging in Black Lives Matter and finding out what's happening in our own community and stepping into that to show support. And I found the fountain. And it's Vicki Floyd. She has the Legacy Club operating out of Anniston, Alabama, where hundreds of students are finding their way into their purpose and destiny. Our conclusion was, instead of tearing down buildings, wouldn't it be better if we built a building together and said that this actually matters in our season? We were blessed with um, the building at 1619 Christine Avenue, the old Colloquia Council of Girl Scout building. But it's, it's a lot of damage, it needs a lot of work. And so that's where we are now. We're gonna raise up an army to invade their facility and we will pay for and refurbish her building so it's back to a place that it needs to be. We're gonna be able to roof it, uh, fix the plumbing, put the floor in, paint and landscape as an army. I believe it's right, I believe it's important. I believe it will speak volumes of what we can do together and see measurable transformation happen in the city of Anniston. Anybody buy into that with me? This is something I've never experienced. Just a lot of people out here volunteering, giving from the heart. What it means to me is that number one, Alabama is not the picture that everybody thinks that Alabama is. And number two, that there are people in this world that really wants to help others get do better and help those achieve and excel if they can. I know in the Bible it says where two or three are gathered. Um, and we have so many amazing people here who actually care, who, who are loving, who want to put into this amazing organization that has impacted so many people within our youth. And just what we can do when we are together in this community.
So when Ms. Floyd told me I was speaking, um, I thought I was just gonna pull a random speech out of my hat of what is legacy? What do I love about legacy? What has legacy done for me? So when she told me that it was a motivational speech, she, it, I was taken aback a little bit. I've never done one of these for Lexi Club. So in my formulation of my speech, I made bullet points, I had it all written out, it was all typed. And before I went to print it, I looked at it and I'm like, this isn't me. It's very cold, it's very unheartfelt and legacy is my family. So I would not present you with a speech that my heart was not in. Therefore, we're gonna wing it. <laughs> um, I just wanna say that a lot of times you hear people tell you that God's not gonna give you more than you can handle and I want to say that is a lie. Do not step out into the world believing that because he will. And the hopes that you will turn to him for guidance, for growth. When you pray, be direct in your prayer because he will give you what you ask for, for right. you to grow. My motivation, um, August the 1st, before my senior year, my grandmother passed. And my grandmother was the light of my life. If you saw her, you saw me, and that's just how I was my whole life. She was just my shining star. So my, motiva my motivation, my securance, my everything that I had or who I thought I was died when she passed. And my whole senior year, I just dragged my feet, and I was worried about it, and I was stressing. And then a week before the debutante ball, Pastor Kent asked us to sing at his church, me and two of my best friends, and I did. And before the first service, there was a guest pastor that day. And he prophesied to me and one of my best friends. And he told me everything that I was worried about, all the financial issues I was worried about, going to college, it was all going away. I had nothing to worry about. I was so stressed in fighting my own battle and not asking God for help. And questioning why would he do this to me? Why would I have to do this? Why would my grandma pass the day before my senior year? Why would COVID happen my senior year? Why would I miss my prom? Why would I miss my graduation? Why did I get to miss out on everything that I hoped for my whole life? So the day of the death, I was very concerned about college. I had just gotten um, an estimated bill from JSU that was astronomical. At this point, I feel like they just robbed me. <laughs> just astronomical amount. And the day of the death, I got awarded so many scholarships that my first semester, I think I paid out of pocket maybe 50 bucks. Amen, amen. Everything I was stressing about, yes, um, my yes. aunt, I live with my aunt once my grandma passed. She's paying for her own two kids to go to college. She's in college, and she just paid for my grandma's funeral. I didn't want to burden her with that. For a second, I thought I just wasn't going to go to college. She's going to call it a day, go get a job, and it'd be fine. But that day was the day that I regained all of my motivation. Thank you, Jesus. Everything that I I thought I had let go, everything I had thought I had lost, was given back to me that day. Yes. And ever since then, I've just been going, and God has sent me little affirmations along the way. Yes. Um, I got promoted at my job in January. I had felt like I worked really hard for that one. I'm there, I think, these last two weeks, I was there 110 hours. So I felt like I was losing, and I was giving, and I was giving, and I was giving, and I wasn't getting anything. And once again, I was asking God, like, why, is this, why does this have to happen to me? And when I was thinking about before I got here what I was going to say, it just dawned on me that once I lighted my own fire, God sent me little gifts along the way. Say, so you're doing this right. You're getting there. You're, you're getting it. So it, 
if anything ever happens to you, and it will, because I don't think that you really understand, because I don't understand that you're going out into the real world. This is happening. Like, you are leaving the nest. This is things that are going to happen, and you just ha don't have this full grasp of what the real world is. And then you get out there, and you're shocked, and you're surprised, and you just don't understand. Keep going. Keep that fire, because God cannot give you kindled for fire that you don't have. All right. Amen. Amen. Keep going. Whatever it is you want to do, change your mind. I've changed my major three times, and I've only been there for a year. They're all the same thing. They're all the same thing, but keep going. Have a plan. Whether that plan changes today or tomorrow, whatever it is, have a plan. Yes. Because if you have a plan, and you know what that direction you want to go, God can bless you along the way. Yes. If you're not going down a path or a direction, he can't bless you down the way because you don't even know where you're going. Mm. And God's not going to, he's not going to force you to go anywhere. He's going to let you go where you want to go. But the path that you're going down, you know it's the right path when you're getting those affirmations along the way. I have been told this, I, told, I got told this like four or five years ago, and it's just stuck with me ever since. The difference between a good idea and a God idea is that extra O. You go down that path, and you realize, oh, this isn't what this was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not doing what I thought I was supposed to do. All right. That was your idea. That was your plan. That wasn't God planning what he had for you. Pay attention to those. Speak to him. Mm -hmm. It may seem like he doesn't speak back, but speak to him, and he will answer you. It may not be in the way you want. It may not be in the way that you feel like you should get it. But he's going to give it to you in the way that you need. Mm -hmm. So I just want you guys to understand that. A lot of these classes that have graduated already, they didn't go through what you went through. You've already started out at a better place than they did because God get, has given you all so much strength to get through this school year. Yes, yes. It's been so hard for everybody. And there are a lot of people who maybe didn't graduate, who have maybe had some hardships that they don't know what they're doing and they don't know where you're going. You all have a leg up with the Legacy Club. Mm -hmm. You have a leg up with God. You have a leg up with graduating this year. Stick to that. Follow through with that. Once you graduate, these resources do not leave you. I could call Miss Floyd up tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the morning. I may have to call her twice because she's not going to answer the first time. But there you go. <laughs> text her. Whatever, text her. Whatever it is, those things don't go away. You all deserve the world. You deserve the world on a silver platter, but I would be lying to you if I said that you did not have to work for it. Put your best foot forward in everything that you do. Take the risk. That's one thing that I learned the hard way that take the risk. Yes. Don't play it safe because you're nervous or because you're scared. You're going to miss out on a lot that way. Mm. Also, if you guys need anything, Ms. Floyd has my number. I am on the Facebook page. I'm actually in the senior group chat as well. Text me. Call me. Whatever questions that you have about college, about life. If I don't have an answer, I know somebody who does. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room is here for you. We are here to support you and acknowledge you and everything that you are doing and the beautiful and the amazing people that you are. Use that. Don't let that go to waste. Wow. I was so blessed by Brooklyn. She just lit the room up and obviously she's a great young lady and we are so thrilled to have been a small part of her destiny and her purpose and the students there at Legacy were highly, highly encouraged. Thank you so much for spending this time. I hope you've been inspired. I want you to go read Isaiah 58. Let's step in this movement together. God is ready to move. Once yeah. again, he said, if we would step into this with him, 
And I just really feel like the Lord was saying, if you will meet my needs, I will meet your needs. And people say, well, I didn't know the Lord has needs. Matthew 25, he said, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you actually did it for me. This is the Lord's needs. And I just believe that we will be faithful to meet the Lord's need. He promises a return. I will make sure that that the glory of the Lord will be your portion. Your light shall shine in darkness. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. You will be like a well-watered garden, a strong frame, and you will have your circumstances, all your needs met, even in a scorched land with nobody else to provide. What amazing promises for Isaiah, Isaiah 55. So we just released that blessing today. We look forward to hearing all the reports in the future as we step in this together. Uh, our Transformation Weekend will be coming up July for, uh, third, uh, uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Is our next transformation weekend and of course every sunday morning down at 10 a.m is worship in the word and one o'clock is kids club with brian and randy so uh as well thank you so much for your continued generosity uh even though we're not meeting on campus each and every week we have all the expenses and we're continuing to use the facility even more than ever we're hosting a kids camp uh what we do we do be doing vacation bible school this summer we're also hosting a basketball camp we feed the folks every night. We have GED recovery. This week, we were able to acquire 18 brand new jobs for folks that are in recovery. So now they have 18 great wow. paying jobs for men and women, all that happens in the facility. So uh, we also, of course, our staff and uh, the expenses are still there. But the, ba- the big thing is God provides our needs, but I want you blessed. And so the word's very powerful. Seek the kingdom of God first. And all these things will be added unto you. So as you seek God first with your tithes and your offerings and your giving today, I just bless you in that. And I say, God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's a way you can give online. If you're not accustomed to giving or to live, we thank you so much for spending this time with us today. The presence of the Lord has been rich. And Brian and Ramey, we're so thankful that you took some time to be with us here and uh any closing thoughts and then maybe lead us out in a bit of worship yeah i love everything you said and i agree a hundred percent we agree i'm feeling we're, we're, I, we're so good i'm so fired we're up. on fire we're yeah. on fire with what's happening because we feel the lord in it mm-hmm. even just the, the ecclesia in our home right now i've i've had so much fun this week uh, worshiping with my kids, turning on the services and turning on CDs and YouTube videos and just worshiping and running around the house and just letting his presence fill us up so that everywhere we go, we that's what we pray every day, that he'll overflow out of us everywhere we go. And uh, so that's what we're doing, worshiping <laughs> and taking Jesus, the light and the life out with us. Well, as Brian and Ramey worship now, I just pray my closing prayer is as we worship together we'll just end with worship just let the life of jesus just let me feel you it's feeling so strong he's so wonderful just just let his life fill you just just taste and see that he is good and so jesus i just pray right now that you would just life let your presence Life. 
This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.